0: Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after Lodge banter. Uh,
1: so our main Live water streaming drain in the basement just started backing up. So I have to go handle this. Okay. okay. <sighs> Sorry.
0: Sorry, hey, duty calls. Giggity. Wait, what?
1: Well,
2: maybe not the best thing. Good luck, Bruce. So um
0: and then so we just three. lost our
2: producer right like two seconds after going on the air. Um, what say we all? Spool it. Let's go. (laughs) All right. Welcome to episode 255 of the After Lodge podcast. This is After Lodge Harlan, joined not by worshipless producer Bruce, who uh, just headed off down the old hallway with uh, two plungers. (laughs) Two. Whoops. Hopefully he makes it back. But we do have Sir John.
0: Howdy, kids.
2: And Scotty from the block. Hey everybody! And my circle of friends continues to, to diminish.
0: <laughs> that's okay. It's not the qua- quality. Wait, the other way <laughs> around. It's not, the, it's not <laughs> the quality. It's the quantity. Right. Oh yeah,
2: right. that's no, that's that's how friends work, right? It's the social media era. I need more likes.
0: Right. Well, I'll more likes, more views, share. more
2: hits, more shares, more retweets.
0: I could use more hits, but hey, more retweets. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Or yeah. What is it? What's it called on Instagram now? Because I I don't know. My wife's really into Instagram, and so is everyone else apparently.
0: She sends me stuff ever um, so often.
2: I Instagram. I don't do Instagram.
0: Don't care. Don't so
2: I have me. no idea. Oh. Uh, hello to our guest singular in the YouTube chat. Well,
3: hello, a, either Mister Gareth, Mister uh, either Mister. Uh, uh, Jamie Gareth or King of No
0: Pants. Those are usually our top three
2: flying in there. Yeah, well, I'm not calling anybody out unless they want to be. Um, but you it's know, a,
0: it's funny you talk about our, our our fans. I was telling my wife right before I came down here. I said, "Hey, you know, I'm on the longest running, one of the most popular Masonic podcasts in the world. So I'm we're a celebrity, not, you know.
2: So we, when you say it like that, it sounds much more impressive than it is."
3: Right. Like,
2: Some of those statements are true potentially, uh, but we we definitely can't take the label of the longest, maybe the longest continuously
0: running. There it is. There it is. Uh, right.
2: But there's a couple of the the big players. Uh, Ex Oriente comes to mind that still puts something out every now and again.
0: Look, um, dude, I was just trying to impress my wife. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. just relax, relax. But if this yeah. is what
2: you need to impress your wife. <laughs> Doing something wrong.
0: Yeah, time to step up the game
3: there a little bit, squirt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's we're, a, we're, it's one a, of the, we're one of the powerhouse podcasts in much like, th- that's like as being as important as being the best diesel mechanic in the middle of a pygmy
0: village. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, the squirt part is the uh, difficult part, so. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well,
2: you know, but that—that's a thing when you, is with subcategories. If you divide it enough, we're all the most important person in in some in some deep enough subcategory of things.
0: I'm just happy to be a part of something. That's just it. that's just part of something good, you know. Hey. Sometimes, at least sometimes, good.
3: Harlan, you're going to hate me for this, but speaking of somebody important, um, I did invite somebody on the show.
2: You really oh. did that, didn't you? Yes, I did years so so if it was if it was his predecessor john i i actually would be like oh great And, and we'd be getting stuff ready i i actually just don't i don't know this guy so
3: yeah well apparently he's like the guy that wants to do that um so what happened was this was now a month ago uh for those that don't avidly follow this brilliant uh method of communication that we put out um I was able to uh, land a spot like a one in 12 spot uh, on a Facebook live chat that the uh, sovereign grand commander of the Southern jurisdiction of Scottish right, uh, illustrious uh, brother Cole uh, was holding uh, after another meeting, which was, I think for the, uh, whatever it is, your, your youth corps or whatever the heck it is. You guys do the fellows, the fellows, the Scottish you. right fellows. Yes. Um, but Brothers
2: uh, and fellows,
3: we were uh, asked to. You know, we were chatting on the sidebars during the uh, during the 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 video conference, which was like half hour. Um, and a couple of his guys were answering questions and stuff. And I happened to throw out a couple because we were talking about it was right after the last big hurricane had hit, and had some questions about that. How Scottish Rights gonna respond to that? But then after uh, a little bit, I decided to get a little gutsy and ask if. If uh the uh, grand Commander would ever consider being on uh such a roguish podcast as ours i didn't hear no I heard be- send, send the information we'll we'll let you know you, 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 <laughs> you
2: said know. you said the show by name well no see so it it might not it might not be i don't know i mean it it probably is is one of those polite ways of saying no, but in this case, I'm not ruling it out we'll We'll follow that and see where it leads. Um, even better if we get Brother Art to uh to pop in and say hello.
3: Um, that would be pretty cool.
2: I just uh just got got his another one of his works this month uh, about uh, American Freemasonry. If you you members of the Scottish Right Research Society should have got this too. Um. The content itself is rather short. I've uh, basically almost finished it, but then the appendices make up like two-thirds of that book, and they are they are rich. Like old scans of manuscripts from uh, origin eras, some of them predating the birth of the Supreme Council. So back when you just had all of the rogue free agents with their patents running around the country, conferring high-degree masonry for profit, and it's interesting stuff, so... If you got that in the mail. It, it's pretty. It's very uh, fancy, bookshelf worthy, as all of the Scottish Rite Research Society texts are. Uh, but before you throw it on your shelf to be pretty, um, this one's definitely worth a crack open. Not that they all aren't, but I've been much more engaged with this one than the past few. So, um, and if you're not in the Scottish Right Research Society, like me, John,
3: <laughs> no, I gotta, I gotta do it. But my problem is one, I've got. I'm already backlogged by at least a hundred books.
2: Oh, I was gonna um, say it's it's the book thing because there are no meetings, so it's you just pay the money yeah, and you just, get the just, the newsletters, yeah. the essays, the books,
3: which is super awesome. But I, I got to catch up on what I've got and then get done with the seminary and stuff because because life. So like uh, a couple weeks ago, I managed to rescue off of eBay because I surf eBay for Masonic stuff. Um, very hard to, you know, like hole in the wall Masonic stuff. And I managed to score 15 copies of uh, of uh, the Grand College of Rights Collectania. So it's all the rights that are, are written down but not practiced as regular Masonry in the United States mm-hmm. or within UGLE. So I managed to score about Two hundred eighty bucks worth of books for about sixty bucks. Whoa! Uh, yeah, so I couldn't pass that up. But now I've got a stack of these things, about like this. Yeah. so I got to pour it through.
2: Yeah, bibli- eh, bibliophilia is a uh, a struggle. It's a, it's a
3: cruel mistress.
2: Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. I, I've got I've got works that that I've read and have no reason to justify why I spent time reading this other than. Well, I I wanted to read it. Um, so,
0: how much does it cost to get into that sort of thing? Like
2: the Scottish Rite Research Society for Scottish Rite members anyway is I think it's 50 or 60 bucks a year. It's not Oh,
0: that's not yeah. bad at all.
2: Um the I don't know is that open to non-Scottish Rite Masons? I
0: think so. I thought Maybe. so. Maybe
2: I actually don't, don't
3: know. Why are you asking?
0: I fully intend on well, getting involved with my appendant bodies next year after the first of the year. Hopefully COVID lightens up a little bit and the holidays are done and over with. Because I had a buddy of mine want me to go into you know, uh, York right with him. He's starting up next week or two. But like their degree work going to go into the week of Thanksgiving and the week of Christmas. And I'm like, Ehh!
2: no, if I had. So if I had my way. Scottish Rite research stuff will be open, all of our stuff will be open to non-Scottish Rite Masons, but not to York Rite Masons. <laughs> not those but, guys. But why is that? I don't know, it's just a thing John and I have going.
0: Oh, okay, just making sure. <laughs> all, all I, don't, I don't
2: actually know anyone else who's very prominent in the York Rite that I haven't met through John or the Scottish Rite. So.
3: All, all I could think of is the line for Blazing Saddles we will take the blacks and the Chinese, but not the Irish.
0: <laughs> well, I laugh because I'm partially Irish. Nobody yeah. docks me. You
2: you live, you live in in the the Pennsylvania mountains. You, the, yeah, they're you're they're they're all, an Irish, they're all
0: Irish. All the way up in those Pennsylvania mountains, they're
2: all Irish, except for the few who aren't.
3: <laughs> yeah um yeah no so like uh york right has got the york uh not york rights auburn college that's an invitational uh grand college of rights which is you know also invitational
2: yeah. is there anything in the york right that's not invitational no. john
3: grand college of rights isn't invitational you just have you have to be a uh royal arch mason um but then you mm-hmm. contact them and uh the dues are like 20 or 30 dollars a year and then every year they reprint if they reprint or come out with a new collectania. They same with that. They send it to do you. They, no.
2: Do they have any kind of weirdness going on with like oaths and claims to ownership of things that maybe they don't actually have ownership of?
3: I couldn't say because I'm not necessarily active. Because uh, I've heard, I, I've heard that. I, I've,
2: I've heard, heard that too. Really That's really why I was heard. asking. Like, is it because there's. People who aren't part of the Grand College of Rights are always complaining about the Grand College, insisting that they're not allowed to do whatever it is they're doing. And uh, I can't really go into that anymore either because I'm going to out more people. This show is probably a good resource for Grand Lodge do gooders. You guys ever watch Recess, uh, Back that cartoon back in the day?
0: Yeah. The, yeah.
3: Angel, the guy's. <laughs> the snitch.
2: Yeah, like Randall the Snitch should probably listen to every minute of our podcast because we inadvertently throw our fellow troublemakers under the bus.
3: Uh, well, so great all the time is in there. You find like Sweetbriarian right You find right of Strict Observance. You find uh, Memphis Miserum. Uh, um...
2: That's where that came up. That's where I that came up. We had yeah. uh, we had Tony Silva back on. And and uh, we talked about that for a while outside the show, too, about uh, disagreements with the Grand College, I think. so. Yeah,
3: yeah. so all so, that well, stuff is basically stored in Grand College, so it's still accessible to UGLE regular masons to read, but not practice, which is really obnoxious. Um, it's too dangerous. Have, yeah, but then you have... Not I want irregular masons that do actual. They they will consider themselves like a Memphis Misrume Lodge, and like I hate calling them irregular because I like the the how old Memphis Misrume is and the the story behind it. Well,
2: irregular is just an expression of perspective. So, yeah, because we are irregular to a whole bunch of masons. And yeah, person,
0: but it's, if it's a pyramid scheme, irregular, I don't want to be irregular, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Pyramid scheme where people like get in on the cheap and they try to get people to come behind them and pay more after they've been there 50 years or so. And no
0: pyramid scheme is, is it, you get kickbacks for getting members in.
2: Oh yeah. No, that's, there's really not that many of those peddling Masonic degrees. There's just been a couple. They've just been very high profile.
0: Yeah, my inbox on Facebook says otherwise, bro.
2: Well, that's not – those aren't like actual organizations, though. Those are just like spam bots trying to see which doofus will enter a credit card number. <laughs> you're, you're not actually going to get a degree.
0: I get the doofus degree.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you'll get a degree, all right. You'll be able yeah. to get the paper and just
2: like derp. If you were talking about IFAM or something, like they – you know, those, those guys will – like they actually have meetings and stuff. Like it's – so it's not it's not just robo-spam.
0: Well, I can't yeah. wait to get my Illuminati membership card so that everyone knows I'm in the Illuminati now. Yeah. Yes.
3: Because the first thing you want to do when you join a really secret society is put a pin on your collar Yeah, and have a card
0: on you. You guys see my
2: collar. Fight Club t-shirt?
0: <laughs> uh, speaking of pins on collars, so um, last week, you guys, I was um, – I unfortunately had to go to a funeral f- for my uh, my wife's uncle. He was 52 when he passed. He bumped his head and was alone and died. Um, but he was a military man. He was a major in the Army. And he was pr- after he passed, he was actually promoted to lieutenant colonel. Um, he was due for a promotion. They just didn't have room for him. Um, but for benefits, they went ahead and did it. Um, but anyway, so I was, I was, I got to see a military funeral for the first time. Uh, and I can go into that later if you guys want to know my opinions, but, um, I have all good ones, good opinions on it. But anyway, after the service was over, everybody was kind of spread out around the gravesite or the graveyard area. And of course I've got my four year old with me and it's her first time in a graveyard and it's Halloween time. So she's she's like who's that and who's that and i'm like i don't know i can read you names um but these two uh gentlemen were having a conversation uh and they were in their dress blues and one of them dropped one of his white gloves and uh just like i would for anybody i've picked it up he noticed he he didn't he didn't notice he dropped it so i reached down i picked it up i said excuse me sir you dropped Dropped your glove. And he goes, oh, you won't believe how much you you saved me here. Oh, what's that pin on your uh, collar there? I was wearing my past master pin. I said, it's a Masonic pin. He said, and he said, it sure is. Shook my hand, told me what Lodge is from. And he said, now let me just tell you how much you saved my butt just then. I borrowed these gloves from a general.
2: <laughs> so
0: it was funny that I was helping out a brother when I didn't know it. Um, it kind of struck me as like, you know, a lot of people said, oh, well, I'll stop if I see a square and compass, or oh, I'll help somebody if I, you know, if I see a pin or a ring or whatever. We should really just be helping everybody that we can. And it happened to be a brother this time. Just be decent.
2: Well, the official doctrine of the craft, Scotty, is exactly that. Um, oh, I know. that That second section initiation lecture that you were just trying to pawn off on me before the show started. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is mostly about that very thing that it doesn't matter if the recipient is a Mason or not, because you should just assume he is because better to better to help someone and, and feel better for it and the world, be better off than to not. And then also not only were you a jerk, it didn't help somebody, but you left a brother hanging inadvertently. Exactly. So, um Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I mean it it was a um, sad occasion, but I tell you what, man, I, I met more Masons in uniform that day than I ever have. Um, and I was just wearing my past master pen. In fact, there's I a lot. it was do what
2: there's a lot of them. Right. Oh, yeah. In fact, the well, National Sojourners is – isn't that a Masonic military thing? Yeah,
3: so uh, yeah. Masonic Sojourners
0: – sorry, Scotty. Yeah. Oh, you're good. Go ahead, Scott. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll talk yeah. about we'll, we'll
2: take that up in a minute.
0: Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say that I wasn't – so my wife really doesn't like it when I wear some obvious Masonic regale, uh, pin, whatever, that's big. Oh, that's her texting me right now.
2: Are you s- – <laughs> Are you serious?
0: Yeah, I use a Power Rangers ringtone, so I know it's important.
2: Now, see, I was going to make fun of you, but then that would backfire because I recognize what that was. So I, I lose on both counts. Carry on.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I should have muted my phone. Um, wait, what did, what did she say? It must be important for her to text me. Oh, okay. It's Alpha. Letting the dog, the dog,
2: escape.
0: yeah. The dog fell off the bed and is now in his dog bed on the floor. <laughs> He's all right though. He rolled off the bed in his sleep. <laughs> That'll teach him. Anyway, um, where was I? Okay, yeah. So, so she doesn't like me wearing anything huge Masonic on me uh, at non Masonic events. So what I did was I wore a, a t- little forget me not pin with um my past masters pin but it's gold so it's not like obvious it's like what do you call it um it's engraved on there but it's not popped out you know what i mean yes yeah yeah you have to be up on it to see it um and i at least, i i met i would have to be three or four different brothers that were there and they had known her uncle for years, but her uncle never became a mason. And I'm like, and I and I'm I'm like, he never, you never got him to ask you, or you, he never asked you about lodge or whatever. He's like, no, it just never came up. Granted, her uncle was a man of very few words, and it's one of the things a lot of people respected about him because he said what he meant, and he meant what he said. But um, but yeah, it was a, it was really neat um sad but neat weekend just just in general but go ahead with the sojourners that's all
2: well the the national sojourners as i understand i I wasn't part of that because i wasn't a mason in my military days um isn't that a specific masonic organization for military masons
3: it, it is. So you're either active or a veteran, but you can also be a uh, associate, I think is the name for it, member if you're not. Because um, it's funny because we've got like the 1776 honor guard here uh, in Minnesota and there are guys that, you know, dress up with the tricorn hats and stuff. And I know damn well a couple of them aren't uh, veterans, uh, but they're still part of that honor guard. They're part of National soldiers, so- but yeah, it's...
2: So to your point earlier, Scotty, there's so many Masons in the military.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Y'all <laughs> froze. signal dumped. Oh boy.
3: There's a lot.
2: Oh, did I you can hear me though, right?
0: No, okay, we can hear
3: you. You dumped for a second.
2: You can hear me, you just can't see me.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, you... Now we can see you too. I can anyway. Yeah, I can
0: see you. You said My wife must no... have
2: started up the Netflix. <laughs>
0: Of course that was what it was it wasn't your torrents you had downloading this afternoon.
2: Uh no, I I do those at I do those at the office, especially the since no I one's there. And blistering
0: one band. You mean the office? You mean when you work from home?
2: Yeah, yeah, but but like the actual office cuz no one's there and the torrents are just whistling.
0: Mark, just because <laughs> you use a proxy doesn't mean you're not technically at work. But go on. <laughs>
2: There's there's no proxy. It's it's just sitting in the in the server room at the office, plugged straight in. But why do I need a proxy?
0: Well, because you said you do that when you're at work, and you work from Florence. home now. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, right, I anyway. said I do that at the office.
0: I know, but your office is at home now.
2: I have an <laughs> office at home. There's also another office. And one day I'm gonna have an office at lodge. I'm well, oh, a man boy. of many offices.
0: How's that pumpkin beer treating you, Sunshine?
2: <laughs> I wish I could say it was getting better.
0: Actually, but you'll know that that we
2: are, we are uh, I, I
0: more than care. 20
2: minutes in, and I started this like 15 minutes before, and I'm not even halfway through it yet, so that should tell you how it's going.
0: I don't care anybody says, man. I like I like that pumpkin I'm beer. i going to so. finish it.
2: Oh, yeah, this is in the pre-show, so nobody heard about me grumbling about uh, my Sam Adams Jack O' Pumpkin Ale. It <laughs> came in a variety pack, and I'm drinking it because it's beer and I paid for it, but I'm not happy about it.
3: Much, much like any IPA, it came with three real beers and then that in the box.
2: But you still drink it, don't you?
3: Yeah, because you paid for it. Yeah, and, you, you and it's beer. It while you're like, you know almost dry heaving while you do it
0: no especially, i enjoy that beer. i
3: don't to, i'll drink that i'll try that pumpkin beer but i'm subjected to an ipa in every single mixed crate of whatever beer i pick up because mm-hmm. apparently that's the thing democrats man democrats because like yeah not, like my little blue collar liquor store that i go to that gives the 10 percent veterans discount which yahtzee by the way um Every half their beer in that place and they got a crap load, but half of it's still IPA. I would sooner pass a bowling ball than willfully drink an IPA again. I would, I, I I would got rather sick open off an of umbrella. Them. John's
2: a guy that's opening the variety packs to, to make sure there's not an IPA in
3: it. I'm going to start opening them like Pull the IPAs up and put another one. Mm. Like, no, 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 you keep
0: those. those are yeah, you go. yeah, yeah, this we is a that, nine pack, not a twelve pack. Somebody removed three of them, but I'll pay full price. It's okay.
3: Yeah, no, I, <laughs> we had that, yeah like, uh, I pulled these three out and I put in three schlits because you know, that's better for me and it's you you still make money. So thanks. We had that yeah. big
2: uh that big wine and spirits chain. I don't know if it's local or not, so I'll save that. But they, they started opening a couple of them around town and they have the the whole beer section with like all the local craft breweries and nearby imports and anything you can imagine of. And you can go in and just get, yeah. Okay. So total wines not local then that's good. We
3: have them up here and
2: I love them. It's a total wine. So you go in and you get one of your little, your boxes with all the, all the slots in it. And you just fill it up with different selections of whatever you want to try. And, uh, I've done that several times, and and the wife always hates it because she'll go and find a couple of wines she wants, and then 45 minutes to an hour later, her husband's (laughs) still over there trying to pick what goes in the last two spots in the box.
3: When you get limited to capacity, you got to be very selective.
2: Oh, it's not even limited. I'll get like the 24 thing, and it's like, all right, I'm going to try 24 things, and the first 22 are easy, but those last two... Those last two take some thought. And then you'll finally have it full, and she's like, okay, let's go. And then you're like, no, 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 no. I changed my mind, and you pull one out and mm. replace it with another. <laughs> and then eventually she's dragging you out, and you're kicking and screaming, kind of like your kid at the toy store.
0: Especially now with COVID, oh. man. I'm in and I'm out. Like I'm, I'm like special ops when I go to the store these days. It's like, all right, what do I need? Where is it at in the store? I'm in there, and I'm out. Seal Team 6. It, we, you still know?
2: go into stores? Like, everything we do is curbside now. I'm, I mean, I'm I pretty much in a store. In,
0: I've been uh, using uh, pickup services since my kid was born. Because I was like, mm that place is full of germs. I'm not taking my preemie baby in there. I yep. still won't take her in there.
3: Yeah, so, like, my little local liquor store, they don't do curbside. So, you know, you go in there, all, you know, just get what you need and get out. Um, but total line stuff with that curbside pickup is awesome. Cause I like all summer, I've come screaming up on my, on the bike and you know, you get the one kid pushing the cart out and he looks at the motorcycle. That's not going to fit. Yeah. Bet me, scooter. Come on over here and give me my shit. <laughs> Cause I drive, I, I drive a full dress victory. I can, I can fit a lot of shit in there. Bruce is back. Bruce,
2: Bruce is back and he's got a plunger on his head. What's hey up?
3: Was, uh, your, so, is your main drain done vomiting? Uh, it, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm
1: hoping it was just too many people trying to use the plumbing at the same time. It was burrito night, wasn't it? And something came up.
0: Hey, Bruce. Something, a little bit you, of what
1: came up was poop water. So it.
0: Bruce, did you get know, your shit together? To, <laughs> 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 did you
1: Did you stop by the white
0: Did car you car Did and you, and did, and you and did you
1: spend the whole the entire time I was gone coming up with that one, Scott?
0: I didn't think you would be back. So, so hold on,
1: know. hold on.
2: Let me backpedal there for a minute. That's. So this was your basement drain, like the yeah. sump drain? A pump?
1: Well, it's it's the main drain, and like any basement that's below grade has a hole in the floor at the lowest point yeah. in that basement for water to drain. It's that drain.
0: So that wouldn't have been a poop water drain. No, it'll yeah. come back up that. I promise you. I didn't yeah, no, that
1: that's, that's the main, like anything, any water that drains in the house can come up that drain.
0: Yes. Oh, okay. You may have a blockage down, down river, bud. That's
1: horrible.
3: Well,
0: yeah.
1: considering the sentence you said just before that, Scott, I'm going to you trust the plumbing to people who know anything <laughs> about plumbing.
0: I don't know. Hey, I just I said you might. Uh, I am not a plumber, and I'll be the first to tell you the only pipe I know how to lay is my own. Well, and we've only
3: got one instance of, like, verified evidence that that happened. So... Hey, <laughs> you just trying
2: to impress your lady with being on a Masonic <laughs> podcast. Well, I'm gonna say you don't do a lot of hiking. <laughs>
0: to be fair, heart, I've man. been married long enough. I'll take you where I can get it, man. Uh,
3: no, my first house, I had the same problem, Bruce. So, like, it, it, yeah, your main drain—like, you every once I walked out of my basement, and there'd be like dried toilet paper, like little bits of it around my drain because it's,
2: it's so bright
3: up in the middle of the night. But Rain I can't it?
2: say much because our lodge parking lot is uh, frequently has little toilet paper shavings from our clean-out thing where when it gets a little rainy and someone flushes the toilet in the lodge, it
1: spouts up like Old Faithful in the parking lot. <laughs> it's terrible. I mean, it's just like, that's plumbing, Harlan. That's how anybody's plumbing is, sadly. Right?
3: Oh. Well, if you got a big tree in the front yard, it's like I had a huge maple. The roots grow into the drain, so then you got to get the chainsaw bit, rotor rooter guys out to... Clear it out, but I don't remember. I don't remember if you have a big tree in your front yard or not, Bruce, because it's actually been two years since I've been to your house.
1: Not uh, medium sized. We had a couple, we had an ash tree just got cut down actually uh, about a month ago.
0: But the size of your tree, it's how you use it.
1: No, thank you, Scott.
0: Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Scott
1: is here for all your third grade penis quips. <laughs>
0: Isn't that literally what we do after lodge, though? The ten o'clock show is different so, from the seven o'clock show.
2: So it depends on the lodge, and yes,
3: yes, mm-hmm. yes, it is. True to uh, form. Uh, uh, so let's see, Bruce. We were talking about funerals, national sojourner, book clubs. Uh, Harlan was talking shit about the Earth again because you know huh. he-
2: it's the After Lodge podcast. That's right. uh,
3: that's, that's
0: what we that's,
2: do. That's been my thing ever since the loose appendage
1: segment got cut.
0: <laughs> Go on. <laughs> no, no. He, you have Scott's
1: interest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is in negative to my jokes. Go then, forward.
3: This started after you brought me on as the SME for Commandery stuff, thanks to Nick. And then Oh no, no,
2: I was I was battering Nick about uh being a York right guy too. Uh it's, I'm an equal opportunity York right basher.
3: Yeah, but that's like kicking a puppy. I mean, it's not going to bite back. You, it's just, you know.
2: You know, you say that. There's some guys here that get, uh, get real defensive, to which I usually respond like, you know, if you're getting that defensive, you're kind of making my point for me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah, like p- picking on Nick. Nick's such a nice guy. I mean, it's like kicking a puppy. You just do it for the sound. And that's, yeah. that's, <laughs>
2: that's... That's... that's What's wrong with you? <laughs> uh. Oh, man. For the
3: record, I do not condone kicking dogs or any other animal, especially because I'm a dog guy. Yeah. Can't probably... use them on New Year's Eve. Just grab them by the tail.
0: Bruce, you missed it. My wife sent me a text uh, and okay. just to tell me that the dog – while asleep fell off the bed. <laughs> but, but Roll off. Not,
3: that's not the funny part. That's not the part yep. that's like really concerning. It was the go go Power
0: Rangers ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you boy? Well, I when we've well, okay, on call.
1: Yeah. yeah,
2: we're 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 interrupting for this uh this emergency news that's just in. Uh fresh hot off the presses of my phone um that was yeah. forwarded to me. Uh, Showtime has given the green light to a 10-episode limited series starring Michael C. Hall as Dexter Morgan. What? The Revival, no, going really into production good. in
3: 2021. Woo! I love that show! Yep, they're doing another... Yeah, they came out a couple hours ago. Right, I'm Dude. a couple hours behind, John. Just
0: saying, <laughs> Just I, I found big out news. on Facebook, and I don't follow that show. Dude, big they news. ended that show so bad. They needed yeah. some sort of miniseries to finish it it up. They need
1: redemption. <laughs> yes. to, to, to those of you listening to this breaking news, let us know how good the show is right now. Send us a line. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's Tony's shtick, Bruce.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. It's only
2: funny when Tony does it.
0: <laughs> no, it's, it's pretty much gold.
2: Yeah, well, what's going to be awful is if it's a repeat of his Passover crack the last time <laughs>
0: well, when yeah. I'm finally... Airing
2: the show and hear that joke played back, and then
3: this just in in 2022, there's going to be a reboot of Firefly. When this airs in 2024,
1: it'll be canceled side, already. They have already been canceled. Twice. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> good TV
3: episode five again, and damn it,
2: yeah, yeah. We just need more active, active fan response. Was that show, uh, Jericho? Yeah, that ended season one, and then it got canceled. And like the last words by the general were like nuts, and so an army of fans just started shipping like crates of nuts to the the studio
1: headquarters.
0: Well, that's like, what happened to the show uh, they Lucifer. They canceled Lucifer on TV. Netflix I don't picked get it up. That show,
1: man, that shows in like season six. I tried watching it, and made it. What's wrong? Probably not even to the end of the second episode. I love it's, Lucifer. It's so. It's quickly. No. It quickly
0: became my, <laughs> my favorite
2: show of like all time.
0: A Scottish right Mason would say that. Uh, oh, the amount of jokes that are trying to fight their way out of my head
3: right now are just. That's, have I'm
2: you crazy. never seen this show, John?
3: It's
0: so good.
2: It is
3: fantastic. I'm sure it's i just fantastic fan it's, is It just seems
1: cheesy to me.
2: It is cheesy. That's what makes it fantastic. Like that guy's oh, everything man. I aspire to be and am not. So I just live vicariously through him.
0: British and an asshole. I was well,
2: thinking like a, a, a walking sex symbol, but yeah, that too.
0: And, and he, a bisexual male. For the record, you know he what wears I mean, makeup.
3: British, it's hot. Scotty is an Irish American kid. Let me just say, you don't have to say British and an asshole. They, they're generally kind of a conjoined thing.
2: Also rich, like limitless.ly rich. He has a hot demon, sidekick, personal secretary, assistant, bodyguard thing that, like, kicks ass so he doesn't have to. Like, like what this guy.
0: Yeah. I See, mean, I'm different, because, like,
3: the one salvage show like that that I watch on Netflix on, a re- on an occasional basis, because I don't watch anything on a regular basis, is Longmire. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. I'm never going to that old.
3: one. I'm old.
2: The wife's... The wife was skeptical about Lucifer too, Bruce, and I had to like almost sit on the remote to keep her from turning it off past like the third or fourth episode, and then yeah, uh, she just binge watched the latest season with me as soon as it came out, and then she 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 made it through three three or four. She uh, it it, she didn't like it at first, and then it like grew on her, and then she was hooked. And uh, Hmm. I I love that show.
1: Yeah. Maybe it's uh, can, uh give it a second chance. Amazon Prime uh has a deal like right now for Prime Day and uh they've got uh Showtime and Stars for 99 cents a month for 2 months. Really? With, yeah. With with, with like no other American gods no, uh, it's worth it. That show is awesome.
3: I I got to see American Gods. My but wife you know, was watching that wait, show. We, I didn't
1: we, we've, we've we've paid good? for Stars twice. Just to watch that, yeah, it's good. Did you did you read the book?
3: No, no I still got to. I got to read that. I got to read the book too. I mean, but oh. no, the, uh, the, the, I feel the, like you the, would like the, it, especially John. Yeah, well, the past grand, the 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 most junior past grand commander of Minnesota said, "Have you seen American Gods? Because you remind me of Mad Sweeney." I'm like <laughs> now, I gotta watch this. A hundred percent. He's he's your he's your uh, oh, he's your,
1: your spirit animal. I always Spirit
2: thought God. of you more as as Loki, but I guess that wouldn't be that's that's Norse gods. So yeah,
3: well, you know, I'm, I I am part Norwegian too, so I'll take that. Whatever. Yeah. Ananasi, whatever. I'll take trickster gods. Coyote, there fits.
1: Anansi. Cool. Yeah, the 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 book is about the gods that basically all the early immigrants of America brought with them when they came. So uh, there there are so, like all of those gods are in there a little bit. Well, Does it no, go South Park North style
2: North North. with like Jesus and a ninja star? Because
1: there are several Jesuses. Oh, that's even better. Okay, I gotta watch it now. Because each like each denomination yeah, has their own. Yeah, Jesus. They have their own Jesus. Yeah. No, I, that's that. No, now there's I like have to watch. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 like
2: any show that's done enough foresight to realize there are multiple Jesus. But it's not.
1: It's not comical in any way. But it's it's, it's good. Yeah. So,
0: so there's genius. mythological like gods in there too like
1: well I, sort of so that the premise is that they kind of live amongst us and they basically get their power by the more believers they yeah. still have the stronger they are as a god I literally, and, this is, and this is current america so like yeah. technology is big and religion is falling away fast so there's all these old gods who have yeah. fewer and fewer followers every generation and there's this kind of this war because all these old gods, and then there's new gods like t v is a god,
3: like media is one, and media yeah.
2: it's deeply symbolic and in, in mm. its own right, like that's it's really good well yeah, that's not- how that's how gods really work right that the followers that's yeah well,
0: mm. what's funny is is that on the newest season of uh supernatural like God is the bad guy, and like they, at the end of this last episode I saw, and I haven't finished the final, the last season uh, that's on Netflix right now. So spoiler alert: <laughs> the the brothers are saying how do, how do we beat God? How how do we fight God? And then I look over to my w- wife and I said, I think God's kind of like a fairy on Peter Pan. If you just stop believing, they die.
3: That's you, that's. Am a- I, that's a very uh, I'm going
0: to have to watch that now cuz that's a very Gnostic observation. Yeah, Emma and um my wife goes, "Don't worry, we'll clap for him."
2: <laughs> i am just I'm just saying a Mazda is like a a
1: chill of his former glory. <sighs> who? Uh, and then John Neil Gaiman, the the guy who wrote American Gods, he's got three or four other books about Nanzi specifically.
0: Didn't he also he write a Lucifer? Of
1: his.
3: No, but he wrote.
1: In, Surely uh, not. Good Omens. Yes.
3: And Good Omens is... co-wrote
1: great. with uh, Pritchard. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. I loved
2: that. I watched, so I binged through that, and I need to watch it again because I didn't pay close enough attention. But th- that's the one with David Tennant as the devil, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. So was...
3: David Tennant plays the David, devil, and then Michael Sheen is the the angel Lucifer. Um, and it's just it's hilarious. It, and it was brilliance. It's yeah. really good.
2: I can't think of anybody who could portray the devil better than the guy in Lucifer, except for David Tennant. Like if they if they had put him in Lucifer, that show might have even been better.
3: Well, well fun fact. So like, funny in there, dude. Just like, oh, mm. shut up. He's just super candid.
0: It's hilarious. Yes. Well, fun fact for you guys: the Lucifer TV show has crossed over with the DC Universe television shows. I'm out. <laughs> In the in the multiverse, because the Lucifer comic nah, book,
1: the, hold no, on, the Lucifer,
0: hold on, they actually no. go, uh, they actually go on the, <laughs> you can't on their, mix mythology, Scott. No, you know, because no. hold on, let okay. me finish the 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 multiverse, the DC multiverse, Lucifer's show takes place on Earth six six six, and they have to go to him, Constantine has to go to him to get to go to be able to go to hell for some reason. I was about to
3: say that's why I back you up is because I don't know DC, but I know some vertigo and Constantine is vertigo. Well yeah.
0: Constantine brought me closer to God, man. That's a great comic. Like it got me getting into my own faith.
2: You're (laughs) out. I choose not to believe this.
0: Well, it is a fact. Uh but you know what though it was pretty badass. He did a cameo on the show, guys. It's not that big a deal. Then again, the con- the the guy that played Lucifer on the Constantine movie with fucking Keanu Reeves.
3: Uh, I oh, his name but he's Finnish. Peter
0: Peter Some, something. Yeah. yeah. He goes, "What do you want an extension?"
1: Peter <laughs> Strom Stor- <laughs> Stormer Yeah.
3: Yeah, he's either Finnish or Dane. I can't remember which.
1: All I know is he's not Russian, and he plays an evil Russian in like three different
3: movies.
0: Oh, he played a great American component, Russian components. He he he
1: He also played a great Satan, so there you go. He
0: did. More you know.
1: Uh... Anyway, the, the takeaway of this conversation, John, is that you need to go onto Amazon in the next, like, four hours, pay 99 cents for stars, and binge watch that shit, because that show is fantastic. I'm going to have to, because, like, Pablo
3: Schreiber, the guy that plays Matt Sweeney, he's awesome. I mean, Dude, he's, he's really so fast.
1: good in the role, too. Like, I love that character in the book already. He's basically, like, so he's quote-unquote a leprechaun, sort of, except he's, like, six and a half feet tall. Right, like some of the ideas we have of a leprechaun are wrong right. and, he's, he's,
3: if it's, and I haven't seen it and I, I don't want to ruin it for myself but at the same time if he is who I think he is he's i uh, a yeah, no,
1: I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything beyond that and, and, and that you find out like first episode yeah, he, has so. a, he has a limitless uh, ability to produce gold coins oh,
0: huh. Rumpelstiltskin See,
3: like, because I've seen, but only one lucky of one of him fighting, and I thought he was like Cahullin, which is a just a a famous hero of Irish mythologies. Cahullin. Uh and I thought it was, and I'm still thinking. I still think that's who it is, but I'll watch it. And-
1: His origin, I think, is not explained until season two, because it was like halfway through the book. Um, but by the end of season two, you're only maybe two thirds of the way through the book. So I'm guessing, like, the main story is going to end in probably three or four seasons, and they'll just, I don't know.
2: Bruce, uh, Brother Jamie says that uh, up in Canada, American Gods is included with Prime. Like, you don't have to buy anything else.
0: Time to get that VPN, guys.
2: Huh. Also, John, um, uh, people are case here. you, exactly. you're not there.
0: What's that? Say that again, Norman?
2: Are you in
1: the YouTube chat? <laughs> are, are, are you...
2: Canada? No,
3: I'm not. I'm because I'm on my phone, so I can only do one thing at a time, really, on this on this oh, thing.
1: Man, like two shows ago you had eighteen computers you were doing yeah. the show
2: on. Right. And now well, you have less you've than
3: met, you've met me. If it's going good one week you go shit the next
2: <laughs> so <laughs> So John's internet probably does originate with Canada.
3: Yeah. That's probably where Here, it's probably where question. your internet
2: pipe comes out.
3: Here's my here's my question. If they're showing it up in Canada, is it then the United States gods?
2: No, Canada is American.
3: I'm just saying. I mean,
2: Canada is eh? also full of immigrants, just like the United States. Yeah. brought their own gods. The French eh? immigrants. They're Canada, barely American. I mean, American country, there are. There like are Mexico's native an American country.
1: There are Native American gods as well, uh, John. So it's kind of like basically. Any gods that existed on this continent,
3: and, and, and I could probably actually list them all off for you if you want me to.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, in the book, that would well, be right quite a
2: few, wouldn't it? Like, there was there. You're you're the Native American guy. I I don't not actually. Book. I don't know a lot of stuff. Well, I was just talking literally, not not in the book. Yeah, like
3: no, I can tell, I, Was there a lot of
2: overlap of deities between Native tribes?
3: Yes. Kind of. Huh.
2: So I had this impression that, like, every, every tribe had its own pantheon, and that was...
3: No, uh, well, because it was all pretty much semi-monotheistic. Um, there were nuances that transferred from one to the other. Names were obviously different with different uh, language families, but it was a lot like... sun god. You know,
2: it was like Greco-Roman gods. It's the same deities yeah, with yeah. different names.
3: Yeah, there was a lot of that. Now, I mean, obviously there wasn't a lot of... Uh, coyote deities up here in Minnesota because not as common as in the southwest. Um, but amid, um, uh, amazingly, Wendigo is a, uh, a creature that appears in a lot of mythos uh, both here, a lot here in the north, and then somewhat in the southwest. Different names, Skinwalker, a few other Also in characters. season
0: one of Supernatural.
3: Yeah, and that's I read plenty of Wendigo myths uh, throughout my studies, itself. now that's one, of the, that's one of the few things that puts a, just
2: a shiver up my spine. Now, when I more. say crossing tribes, and, and you mentioned there was over, I might be showing my ignorance here, but I did not do Native American studies. So, is this just the this, the quote? I hate this term, but the quote "civilized tribes"? Like, do we have records or, or people that recorded things about the the rest of them? Well, you're
3: talking and. Again, for, for disclaimers, one, I'm rusty because um, it's been a long time since I've delved down this stuff. And two, I obviously don't know every, everything um, by a long shot about you anything. You don't? Anything. I, I'm lucky if I can find shit in my own house.
2: He, he went to college. Of course he doesn't.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that right now, John. Yeah, Sorry. no, you can find shit in your house. Um, you can even find <laughs> your own shit in your house. You
1: now, can play you the can game find of who's
3: shit in your house. We've
1: got a problem. <laughs> play the, the game organized. of who shit.
3: Yeah,
1: Who's, <laughs> whose is it? That's a game everyone loses, Harlan. <laughs>
3: it's my it's favorite bit, kind. Um, so, and I can't even remember the question now because we just totally came off the bloody rails. Um,
2: <laughs> I was asking if, if the like our our modern scholastic knowledge of Native American deities, because you mentioned there's there's a lot of overlap, but is that just among the five civilized? And I'm making air quotes. You can't see because I knocked my camera over throwing stuff right. at Scotty earlier. Sorry. Uh, tribes or or did did like historians? Were there were there um were there? Uh, I just had a brain fart. What's that word for people that go to college for no particular reason? There's that subject. Majors? No. Anthropology. Were there anthropologists? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: <for my favorite laughs>
2: were there anthropologists who were recording things about the, the quote, uncivilized tribes and their religion, or is that all just been lost to time?
3: No, I've, I mean, that's been happening for forever. Um, I mean, well, and part of that is you get like the, the Jesuits who want to go out and prophesize or whatever, when they're coming across the, the frontier. Um, and then those who had the scientific ill properly study the tribes and people that wanted to study them from a, uh, socio-political standpoint to figure out how they can in DC f- turn two tribes against each other to like, maybe try to kill them both off to then come in and take their land without, you know, minimal effort. Cause you know, our government would never do that. Um, again, again yeah. that's
2: been us policy. That's what we're doing today. John <laughs> um, that's how it works if we can keep the plebs hating hating each other and then they don't bother with us the oppressors hence modern media and social please. media right but, hate, our, hate your neighbor not the people stepping on your throat
3: yeah hence our current yeah standpoint
2: but whatever yeah, that's what i meant like it, it works you get families ripping each other apart at the thanksgiving table they're not actually worried about who's really screwing them they're just uh right i hate trump or Biden. But,
3: so, so with this, you're looking at oral tradition because there wasn't a lot of, I mean, there was petroglyphs, those kind of things, but there wasn't a, a, a yeah. written language per se. I, there, there is some uh, tribes that had a, a version of it, what we consider written language, but it was, it was symbols, that kind of thing. Right. Um, so then you're, you're having somebody sit down and, and record somebody else orating these stories yeah historical religious so there there was a there. lot of that then there was and and to be fair, to to give some context the the term the five six civilized tribes all that means for those that don't know is they have it's, a, it, it's a civilized tribe if we've managed to eradicate or breed out any full blooded members um once they're out of a a a full once a tribe has lost all purely full-blooded members of their tribe they're they're a and i hate this they were when they would be referred to as a quote-unquote civilized tribe. i
2: thought okay so i just learned something else new i thought the civilized tribes meant they had they had reading and writing so we could make treaties with
3: them no huh. no we didn't, we didn't but, give uh, a shit how of naive people. of me no that was that was worse for the united states government if they could read and write english because then right they, well not they, english
2: not english just they had their own like their own written language. I thought that's what made them a civilized tribe. I guess I learned that written, wrong yeah, somewhere I'm in high school.
3: Written and uh, so to be fair, my focus was Dakota, Lakota, Nakota for the Plains Indians. Everybody's different, um, but written language was pretty sparse because it was all done by word of mouth, um, and because you could trust the other person if they told you what they meant, and they would stick they would stick to it. Well,
2: right. my history teacher in high school was a classic American football coach too. So, you know, the the whole Native American history thing was just what was in the textbook and that was it.
3: He 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 told you about the great fight between the Redskins and the Chiefs. Yeah. Yes, Is that what? That, it was? One. that make, one, yeah.
1: Head feathers and war paint. That's all you need to know, yeah. John. Yeah.
2: It's Thanksgiving. Everybody make your your native headdress and we're going <laughs> to we're going to sit around this paper teepee and eat turkey. <laughs>
3: Pontiac was a car brand, never a a, uh, tribal chief. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um,
3: Pontiac was the name of an Indian chief, by the way.
2: So, this is a subject that I should have taken more advantage of when you were in town. Like, I. It's something I know very little about, and I'm discovering more and more that I'm very interested in. So, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, we'll have to. Banter more.
3: When we start getting into your, like, where you guys are asking, I'm like, okay, now I have to think of, like, not so much, but Cherokee before they were moved. It's all Cherokee through, and like,
2: Seneca out here.
3: That's like a Cherokee, Seneca, Pallahan are out there um, that I have some exposure with because I'm an instructor, but it's a lot different. Up here, it's your Dakota in, in the great big scope of things. You're either Dakota or Jibla. Um, with some very rare variants thereof, because it's that's it. I mean, and then the Dakota, obviously North South Dakota, because they got pushed out of Minnesota by the Ojibwa, because the Ojibwa made friends with the French.
0: Ah, yeah, you know the guns. French. Here we go again. Nothing. But the
2: French hate guns, John.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, when other people have them, yes.
2: Yeah, it's a. Yeah. No, it's just fun. I, one of my favorite parts of history is that era where, like, the French, before the British were it, when the French were it, and then American students don't, I guess we don't learn that. <laughs> yeah. There was an era before British dominance of the world where, you know, it was the Spanish, and then it was the French. Yeah. Um,
3: and Netherlands and Portuguese, but no, we just, it's yeah. English. No.
2: Well, there's a good reason for that. Um
3: well, admittedly, the English Empire is still technically staying. Yeah,
2: that's what I was going to say. Like the, the world banking system is kind of replaced the Queen's crown. But yeah, that's a conspiracy here talk is for London a different London show.
1: Is.
0: The lizard people, not yeah. the Masons.
2: No, it's definitely the Masons, but it's in London, not here.
0: <laughs> the London Masons.
2: Yeah, it's the London Masons. Those guys.
0: Those guys, they get to drink in Lodge. That's how you know. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back to booze.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> now,
3: now, we are back to our Scott has a topic. This,
2: this is called the after lodge circumambulation <laughs> because circle jerk is not appropriate for a G rated podcast.
0: Bruce, what did you say?
2: I said
1: Scott has a topic. I do alcohol and lodge. Yeah, you do. I do. Hmm.
0: <laughs> what? What? have two favorite things. Good talk,
1: Scott. <laughs> oh, did?
2: yeah. That No, that was why uh, we said that you missed the uh, – when we had the fourth on, uh, those guys kept bemoaning as the show went on that you weren't here so they could rub in your face how they drink at Lodge Functions.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that did come up. Yeah.
1: Multiple times. More than once.
3: Um,
1: yeah. Oh, sweet. We're finally getting that tour of John's house.
3: Yeah, well, yeah. Well, you know, so wait, Harlem, we were talking about uh, uh, bibliophilia earlier. Books yeah. getting more and more and more. Wait, what um, kind of philia are we talking so, about?
2: Bibliophilia. Oh, yeah,
3: there is. Oh, God. I'm a moron. Is that so, so a leg lamp? So, this is the stack of books I was talking <laughs> about that I saved off of. Uh, off eBay? <laughs> yeah. That's the stack of, of books I got off eBay that I need to cat- catalog. And then I need to add it to my, yeah. my library.
2: So this looks like an episode of Hoarders, the one that I Okay, I'm but, but before yeah. you touch any Good of the books,
1: you need to go buy American Gods and read that book. And then you can get back to the, all those other books.
3: Yeah, but why? There's a show.
1: yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: to be fair for saying that if my mom was in the house, she hit my hit myself in the head with an axe handle. Um
1: <laughs> I mean the show the, the show is really good for what it is. Uh so, but then again you also wouldn't know how it ends, because again, the second season of the show ends like two thirds of the way through the book. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Don, I'm still
2: planning on getting up there. There's a worldwide pandemic that got in the way, but uh yeah, I have well, to, I think get it, the in-person it, it, tour when it's it, safe to do so, if,
3: if you which will be right time, after you know, I get I'll the have vaccine. My, uh, Twenty acres of land in Wisconsin, and then we can go up there and
0: you
2: know. Hmm. Well, I do, do want, want to do some. Moose? I do want to do some fishing up there, so I have to wait till springtime when, because I, I don't do ice fishing. Do you have to have an uh, anti-aircraft
1: gun to to shoot to hunt moose? Uh,
3: <laughs> that would be awesome. No, I I just used uh, yeah, compressed explosives in the ground. Just
1: that dude. that that feels like <laughs> cheating, John. John, what do no, you need a sniper that him. low?
3: Anchor's just because I want to
1: hide in a tree a mile away from an animal that could easily kill me, where it has no chance of hurting me at all, and shoot at it over and over, I'm not going to blow it up in the ground.
0: That's cheating. You ever watch that Alaskan state troopers? They always have to dispatch a moose. Those guys are crazy. N-
1: n- no. Yeah.
0: That,
3: no. That. Every show, somebody's got to go plug a moose.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I mean Alaska. (laughs) Like the reason, like kill. Yeah, how do you you kill a moose? What do you claymores? That's what John was just telling you.
2: (laughs) You string the wire across. You put the bait up, and you run like hell.
1: Is that like when they have a beached whale that's it's too big for any human equipment to move, so they literally have to
3: explode it? Yeah, and then let the meat rain down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, admittedly, like I'm I'm all for high X to deal with a moose, but I'm also Northern Irish, so, I mean, that's that's what we do. Um, But No, yeah.
2: yeah. Any excuse to blow something up?
3: I'm sure by the time you get up here, I'll have my uh, 7 mil uh, rifle.
0: We can try to drop something.
2: I'm thinking... uh,
0: so that means you're part of the United Kingdom, right? Right after
2: I recover from whatever <laughs> horrible, horrible sickness I get from the vaccine, I'll uh, I'll be in the car on the way. Maybe I... No, it's probably going to be horrible, just because uh, that's how my luck works. But I'm still getting a damn vaccine, and then I'm does, uh, going to Minnesota.
1: Does COVID live in, in Minnesota? Isn't it too cold, cold there for, for COVID?
3: Nobody lives in Minnesota. We're bad right now. Well, it's
1: not winter time yet. No, <laughs>
3: they're, well,
2: they're still hovering around zero degrees Celsius. Just wait until uh, w- wait wait another month, and then it'll kill off the virus. Well,
3: I'm hoping a hard freeze finally comes. People finally stay the hell indoors, and then it figures out. But like Wisconsin, their their rates are going through the roof right now. It's crazy. Um, which sucks because like. Immediately, might have to drive there two weeks to pull us on a property.
1: I guess as it gets cold, people are going to be wanting to meet inside more and more, and they're too mm-hmm. stupid to just not meet. So yeah. cases will probably get worse. Yeah. I hadn't really thought of that. Yeah, oh,
2: no. the vaccine's coming, y'all. And I'm still firmly convinced that uh, after the election settled, this is all going to die off and go away anyway. I mean, it won't really. People are still going to be dying. It's going to be horrible. You're just not going to hear about it all the
1: time, and people are just going to go about their lives. Are you going to be first in line for that vaccine, Harlan? Uh, so, as long as Dr. Fauci says it's okay? No, as long as as
2: long as long my doctor,
1: the Roz, says it's okay, then yes, I will be. No, but uh, Kamala no, said that happening. in the debate, right. she said that uh, as long as Dr. Fauci said it was fine, she would be the first one in line for it. Oh, yeah. I, I, and that I is
2: the
3: first time sure where somebody who's never served in the military. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I'll get that vaccine. What are you doing? Are you nuts? Yeah.
2: I've been vaccinated for stuff I never heard of, John. You, you, you know how that works.
3: Yeah.
2: They don't ask. You just stand in line and take the needle.
1: I mean, as long as there's that many people willing to be first in line, I'll be third or fourth in line. That's cool. <laughs> y'all go ahead. I mean oh, I'm, I'm not, not in your I'm going a, I'm to a just hang out yeah. in here I so can stay inside for another fortunately the, the
2: first in line is going to be eaten up with those those essential frontline healthcare people so I, I guess I'll be in the second well line. shit
1: I hope it works then
2: yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> otherwise that's we're in cool. trouble that, that,
3: that's grim but a good point that,
1: that is, is a good
2: point fun. and maybe that's not been very well conceived
3: that you've set up and then you can go to your constituency and say that it's safe, Congress goes first.
2: I like it. I like oh, it. Can we, can we do it now? We got those phase three trials. Like, Why don't they just do that?
0: So Congress, like, is this gonna be one of those, isn't this going to be one of those like vaccines, like the flu vaccine, where we're going to get one every year because it's going to change every year?
2: Probably. We don't know yet. Um, but yes, that seems likely since it already involves a booster dose from everything I've been able to read. So you got to get two shots like um, some period of time apart, and so and that there's
3: already, there's already a documented reinfection in Nevada. Yeah, yeah. So I well, like... get it, Scott?
1: That's a that's a weird complaint to have. What? But I have to get a shot every year so I don't die. This is bullshit.
0: Well, I mean, I know people like my, my aunt, she can't get uh, the flu shot because it gives her, she gets the flu every time. That's, every I mean, time. I,
2: so I do that. I just had my flu shot this weekend and I was sick off my ass. But you know what? It was like a day and a half.
0: It's that's not true, a perfect but, but that's
3: vaccine
1: because every person is different. Yeah.
3: yeah and, and in Scotty's defense, that's why the rest of us have to get it is so you're on. Is That's true. That hurt amazing Right. The
2: heard immunity thing protects the old people who can't do it, and that's why we all should do it, so when you don't get a flu shot, you're being irresponsible. Um,
3: that's why I support public schools. I think it's a, a inoculation against stupidity, but then every year, I get proven wrong Yeah, because more stupid people who are walking
0: around. I yeah. didn't get the flu shot until I worked for a healthcare company. I never got it, and I never got the flu. Oh, well,
2: I hope you don't, because that stuff is. You're
0: a uh, young, healthy man, Scott.
2: Well, and even if even
1: if you're a young, healthy man,
0: when
2: you get the flu.
0: I think the last hmm. time I had the flu was junior year of high school. That was yep. it. You remember I'm the conversation on
3: wood. earlier about shitting your own pants? And I said twice. The well, second that... time was the flu. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> yeah, Scott, you have to realize, like, although maybe you've never right. gotten
1: it. Other people don't have the the maladies you have, like each person is weak to different things. And I didn't say nobody the should get people who aren't going to suffer from the flu get the shot, then they're not going to harm the people who it is going to hurt.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying nobody yeah. should get it. I'm just saying that, you know, I, being overall healthy, I shouldn't be required to get the shot.
2: I'll be there. I'll be getting a flu vaccine. If it kills me, I'm still better off than living like this. So it's I will very, be there.
3: Yeah, only well, like flu. If you're not a at-risk population and you're not working with those at-risk populations, such as in healthcare, okay, fine.
0: Yeah, I, I don't even see patients. That's that's it. Like
3: ironic, I I way behind the scenes. Uh-huh. No, but like I get I get the flu shot because of my eight year old and because of my mom, yeah. who I see every once in a while. You're,
2: you're going to have a school child soon, so.
3: Yeah. The flu shot. yeah. Well, I'm required no to worry. get the flu shot. You're not going to be getting the you're gonna kid, Your kid's going to bring home gifts to yes. you. Yes.
2: You're going to send him to that petri dish called elementary school, and they're going to come home. How along long have
1: you been required to get the flu shot?
0: Me? Ever since I started working with this company about five years ago. Yeah. Well,
1: maybe that's why you've never had the flu, dummy.
0: No, I haven't had the flu even up to that point. Like, Mm. high school was a long time ago. Yeah, but
3: Survivor... Every every high schooler's healthy. Wait, wait, one. High school was a long time ago? Kiss my ass. (laughs) Two. (laughs) Two. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) I I graduated just after the Bush administration. The first one. F*** you. The second part is, that's like survivor bias don't get you haven't you haven't gotten sick because you keep getting the shot over the last five years uh but admittedly to be fair two years ago i got the shot while i was working for the va hospital and that was the year that there were two strains of flu one was covered one wasn't um and i got the one that wasn't covered which was i love again again, second time you know sneeze poop
2: (laughs) i love survivorship bias it's one of my uh it's one of my favorite observations in the past six months. I've been paying a lot more attention to it. It's one of those biases I didn't really think about. And then it's, you know, you picture the world, like after the nuclear holocaust, when people are ranting about radiation's not a big deal. We don't know what all the bitching was about. I'm fine.
1: <laughs>
2: and it's like, there's I'm a fine. couple boy, thousand people boy, left boy, on boy, the boy. earth. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah. my, so even my doctor, like similar to
1: how Trump is telling everybody, COVID's not a big deal because he came through it fine with no issues. So, yeah.
3: and to be yeah, fair, from my understanding, that 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 uh, cocktail of whatever he got was like a six-digit price price tag.
1: Yeah, the antibody yeah. therapy, the Bill yeah. Gates therapy. I mean, it could have been a ten-digit price tag. He still would have got it.
3: Yeah, it doesn't matter what the price was, but I mean, you're talking about something that's going to be outside the price point of like,
1: yeah. You and that, I aren't getting the that's, same. Thing. That's the point I'm making, John.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, back, yeah
1: sorry. I to... So I, I don't know. I, I, I
2: really. It's a good year to be a third party. I'm, that's I, I said that in 2016. It's I didn't think it could be any more true than it was then, and yet here we are. <laughs> 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 Surprise. Well, I told you guys that on the the last time the uh, during the first presidential debates that uh, the, Joe Jorgensen's website got crashed with the flood of traffic because everybody's like, all right, forget these two.
3: <laughs> like, two who is
2: this other person? Yeah. Anybody else? Hashtag anybody else.
0: Yeah, I, I I love, like, the satire, like, uh, yard signs. Like, I saw one where you, like, you put your pet's name on there. <laughs> Maximus for president.
3: There, there's Force. two in my town. One says giant asteroid 2020. Yeah. And the, other, and the other one says any functioning adult 2020.
2: I've seen a lot of those. Um, but you guys know there's... There's another name on the ballot in all 50 states. We worked really hard for that. You wouldn't think yeah, that yeah. they would make it hard for you to run for president. but
0: Y'all, yeah. y'all want to see me make uh, Harlan explode? Yeah. <laughs> Harlan, I don't want to waste my vote.
2: So, Scott, you live, you live where we live. So no matter who you vote for, you're wasting your vote. There's only no. one way the electoral college delegates are coming from this state, and nothing you do is going to change that. So why are you even voting?
0: Yeah, well, uh, I, would, yeah. I would just – no, I was just trying to see if I could get, to, get him to break, but he didn't. No. But, yeah, Not in this state.
2: Like if we lived in a, in a, quote, swing state, that would probably trigger me more. But living here where we live – that's an easy sell. Like your vote really doesn't matter. So just yeah. why don't you help get the third party some credibility?
0: I have been doing that. I voted for Johnson last go around.
2: It's uh, I mean, I've sold I sold half the lodge on that. <laughs> like, like it's uh, because I mean, it what's well, true. Like in this particular state, it doesn't matter. So you might as well help get a third voice at the table because otherwise your presidential vote ain't doing nothing.
3: Yeah, I. I remember, uh, so I had a conversation with an old friend of mine from, I've known for 20 years now, and he was uh, bitching and kibitzing about, you know, hey, if the the Libertarian Party had any chance, why were they running with this guy for multiple years that wears a boot on his head, you know, Vernon Supreme.
2: That's the primary.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But so, yeah, but I mean, at the same time, I understand that standpoint of that's stupid, quit. Um,
2: well, yeah, but we, we can't tell people you can't run in the primary. Like, no, that
3: makes sense. He filed that. the
2: papers. He did all the things. Yeah,
3: he did all the stuff and he did it right and he does it fine. But it's funny because, and I bring this up because you get people that mention that. And I've, I've had a couple of Facebook conversations like that of, you know, they point out that, you know, vermin uh, in his, his antics. I'm like, and a couple of them are like, listen, I remember you from college. You've had your underwear on your head in public. People change. Obviously, you have because you're a marginally functioning adult. The party's changed and grown. Let's come around and be, you know, adults about it.
2: Well, I mean, it's... But all of the parties have their eccentric candidates. It's just only the libertarian primary candidates seem to get the media and social media attention. Like, when the crazy whack job from prison ran as a Democrat a few years back, like, who is that? I don't remember his name because you never heard about him. But he was like a legitimate primary candidate.
0: Is it that all Democrats though? Crazy whack jobs. Prisoners? No,
2: there was a guy like oh. he's actually in prison like and he was running for president and I was being every contrary. Loophole. Every party's got him. It's just well, when the libertarians got, do it it's it's amusing.
3: We had a guy up here uh 4 or 6 years ago run for well, it had been 6 or 10 years ago run for governor here. Uh, on the independent ticket which was or the independent party which was the one that Jesse Ventura founded. So that gives a little bit of an idea. Um he tried to get the nod for it and he was a self-professed vampire. Oh I cool. Remember, I can't remember Wait. this Jack Wagon's name.
2: Bill Schnobelin lives in
1: Minnesota. Uh, how awesome would that be
3: <laughs> I, I don't think it's Schnobelin, but it's not too far off. Um but the guy like did his he did a press conference and he's wearing a cape and he's got the long black hair. He's like the goth douchebag, and of course, like two two years later, he gets arrested for trying to you know pick up his neighbor's fourteen year old girl, because um, you know that
0: classy fellow.
3: Yeah. So you guys, I, that's the thing is there's the the, the amount of third party wackadoos so, out there is problematic.
2: That sounds like Joe Biden with a cape.
3: Yeah, less sniffing, but more like, yeah, no, I got nothing. I can't even, nope, I can't counter that. Nope. <laughs> I got
2: nothing. That's what, that's what I'm saying, because it's not that, it's just, it's a portrayal thing, because the one time Republicans and Democrats can actually cross the aisle, it's when it's keeping everyone else out. Yeah. Um. It, it's... And I feel so strongly about that. I've I've voted for for socialist worker candidates, well, once. There was only ever one on the ballot. But I've done it just because that was the only person on the ticket that didn't have an R or a D by their name and I'm like, "This guy." So, you have the libertarian voting for the actual professed socialist because he's not a Republican or a Democrat. That guy. That's who we need.
3: Yeah. Independent well, I neighbor. I got a neighbor who votes constitutional party like
2: I'll vote CP. My my voting strategy is basically, of course, you know the Libertarians because Party Solidarity, and then for any race that there's not a Libertarian in, it's anybody who's not a Republican or a Democrat, and then if there's not anyone like that, then I know who the incumbent is and I vote for the other one.
3: That's it. And that's generally if, there, if there's a mark of incumbent next to their name, that's the person they don't vote for because you know I yeah. like disorder.
2: We don't. We don't have. The incumbent star here—they that, that came off the ballot a, quite a while ago. So,
3: oh yeah, ours—it's definitely—it's not a star. It, it will say incumbent. And
2: we had to fight forever to get the acronym for libertarian changed from LIB to LTN. Like the state at the time was held, the the secretary of state was held by the Republicans, and so we did it completely by the books, and they just weren't having it because they love the, the idea that the libertarian candidates were labeled LIB instead of LTN because that was in the Republicans' interest to have that happen.
0: But
2: so then the Democrats took over and it got changed.
3: Yeah. I mean, I've been to your state. I've, I, I know who your representatives are. You know, they're bigger yeah. shit bags than ours. So <laughs> the biggest. <laughs> Actually. Yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't cause
2: everybody's going to know who that is. It's not like Senator, whoever from your state that no one's going to know. Like right. our no, guy yours. Our guy's a worldwide name. He's a curse used in every country on the earth.
3: Oh yeah, no, yeah, I mm, nope.
2: Uh,
3: yeah, yeah, that's like that's like you know, hey, nobody knows has ever heard of uh, Chuck Schumer. No, yeah, no, no, nope, nope.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm actually I was trying to Google for a Pennsylvania senator.
3: <laughs> 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 Funny, nobody knows who those are.
2: Yeah, yeah, throw that guy out. Um,
3: and admittedly, if you're like Dotson, Dotson, we got Dotson here. See, so nobody cares. If you're a U.S. Senator, or U.S. rep, and I don't know who you are, that's a good sign.
2: <laughs> yeah, because you haven't been there long enough to do too much damage, or, yeah, you're not scandalous enough. Yeah,
3: it's.
2: Yeah. That's, that's how the Senate was designed to work. Like, nobody who's not in politics was supposed to know who senators even were.
3: Yeah, pretty they much.
2: Were, they were the faceless guys in fancy suits that wore thick Coke bottle glasses and nerded out about politics and budgets. That that was their job, yeah. And then we, you know, Wilson and company. But that's history.
3: Yeah. And C-SPAN.
2: Well, no, even even if uh, even if even with C-SPAN, if senators were still appointed by state legislatures to be the the higher house in our bicameral legislature, they could be on C-SPAN. Your average person wouldn't care who senators are because. They're not running elections, so they're not stirring up scandals, so
3: (laughs) nobody knows who they are. I will fight. I I I will still hold to the claim that C SPAN was the and admittedly, I like C SPAN, I like the the ability to see what my elected representatives at DC Mm -hmm. are doing on the hill. But I I still stick to the fact that C-SPAN was the one of the bricks that started the wall of well not the wall, but I guess the collapse of our society as we know it currently because C-SPAN started airing all these decisions Mm -hmm. and then it was able to, it was a lot easier to track and get sound bites by what are now major media outlets or, or PACs or those kinds of things. So I think that, that insight into what they do has been a very double-edged sword.
2: But as that's just, Television and radio, and then eventually the internet. They, it, it's been that same story each step of the way. Because before that, it was just the print and whatever Mister Hurst wanted everybody to know. Well, that was that was the truth.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, radio broke that, and then then it became whoever the radio magnets want you to to think is is the good guys. Were the good guys, and then then it was the TV networks and. Then the internet democratized media control, and then everything went south quickly. Because democracy is not always a good thing.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mob rule?
3: Yeah. What, what was it that Churchill said? Democracy is the second worst form of government ever discovered, right before everything else?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's.
3: it's yeah, I,
2: oh, Dan Carlin put out another common sense a, a little while ago, and he was talking about this very subject about, uh, so he's put I, out
3: more shows in the last three months than you have?
2: Ah, <laughs> all right, thanks for listening to episode 255 of The End. Guys, yes, I'm not the producer. <laughs>
3: Don't uh, look at so, me on miscolored commentary.
2: Yeah, I know. Um the the oh his show was about this very subject though, the uh his mind shift as he's gotten older where and I re- this resonated with me because I'm a big Jefferson fan. For those of you who've never listened to this show, um Thomas Jefferson and I we vibe a lot.
3: But he and wasn't I, the
0: Mason. He
3: has a bust.
2: Yes, I oh I Oh, it's 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 a uh, it's up in my foyer because my wife told me if I bought a house I could have a bust of Thomas Jefferson in the foyer, so it's up there.
0: The foyer, um, yeah, it's. We're not
2: friends. Go <laughs> on. So, so um, Guess my
3: freedom fry. Jefferson man. fan,
2: but Jefferson <laughs> was a was a big democracy proponent. Um, and his his rival with with John Adams. Adams was very much not a democracy proponent because the mob is insane and will eat us and uh he, he did a whole show about how he's come to see more more of where john adams was coming from when we were starting all of this and jefferson gets all the credit because that's the he kind of won most of those debates but just because you won doesn't mean you were right <laughs> and it's <laughs> And maybe John Adams will be vindicated in the end when this all falls apart and the ghost of Adams is like, I told you.
3: <laughs> the mob. Mm. Not wrong. I mean
0: not wrong. It was I really that enjoyed John Adams miniseries.
2: Yeah, that didn't make me like the guy anymore. Never 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 been an Adams fan. Um
0: well, I tried watching the series. I liked it a lot.
2: It definitely took a lot of liberty to paint him favorably, and it still didn't help.
3: Well, <laughs> he's not like, a likable character. Well, that's like doing a series on Andrew Jackson. I mean, he was a brother, <laughs> so forgive me, but let's be honest.
2: There's just not a lot to like, yeah, about John Adams or or Jackson. That's the like Jefferson, there was a lot more to like about him than not. Like, there's the whole, like, owning other people thing, but then we get into moral relativism and time-based thinking and all that. But but on the whole, he was a likable guy. Adam's not so much, if at all.
3: Yeah, I don't know. So, like, my kid's got a book. It's the American Presidents. It's a pretty good-sized home, frankly, um, but it's for, you know, younger people. Um, and, you know, every president has five, six Pages or whatever on what they've done, their vice president, those kinds of things. And it's funny, my kids reading Hubert Her, uh Hoover, Herbert Hoover, sorry. Um uh, and, Hoover. Yeah, and see, I was like, I besmirched Hoover in our house because I'm like, yeah, not exactly a fiscal genius. Uh, but Jack's Hulk. like, hey, um, was, was Hoover a bad guy? I'm like, no, I'm sure he's quite a nice gentleman. There's a picture of him there with his dog and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I'm sure he was fine. He just, he didn't necessarily do a great job in his office. And Jack, Jack's like, well, he's like, who is the meanest president? Without missing a beat, I go, Andrew Jackson. No. <laughs> Jack's like, why? I'm like, Jack, we've had this conversation. He's actually shot people. Um, so, you know, that's kind of iffy if you're, you know, yeah. the POTUS. Well, I mean, we,
2: we say that because Lincoln got martyred in the end. I, I'm still convinced that had he not been assassinated, history would remember him much differently than it does. But
3: That's true. But Jackson was literally a duel. Jackson.
2: Yes. He didn't he didn't get assassinated. He didn't get the martyr fixture to his history so yes we, we have a very clear picture of that asshole
0: he did kill the centralized bank in his day he did i,
2: I broken clocks scotty broken clocks twice no, a day that's
0: a by, big by deal by though. Way, real
3: quickly as we're broadcasting live i'd like to say hi to my right eminent grand commander who is apparently listening to the show because i just got a text message <laughs> who will have on the show sometime oh but, good Thanks, yeah. Sean. Appreciate it. Well, John's, John's
2: life bringing life. us in all the big shots. Nice. We're gonna we're we're gonna have illustrious Cole and then uh Well
3: that's because you know me, I'm not afraid to fall on my own face. I mean it's yeah. just like you know There's history in this show that's the ball and says, Hey, pull my finger.
2: There's history from before John that has us all squeamish about about playing with purple people eaters. But Yeah, no, I understand. That was before I came on,
3: but I've heard mm-hmm. I, I, John, I, I, John has I've no, no such fear
2: he goes and reels them in.
3: I mean, you know, it's,
2: you know. So We had our late past Grandmaster on the show several times. Um, one of those times while he still was Grandmaster. So it's. uh. If,
3: if, if, if you guys if you want, fun, I could fun. probably convince my Grandmaster to come on the show. Who's a very nice guy.
2: Yeah, I, I, I told you a hundred times we'll do that. That's um, any, any of those guys. Anybody's welcome around the After Lodge table. We we don't exclude anybody. That means you, Bill Schnobeline. You're welcome to. We'd love to have you. I'll even send you a case of uh, non-alcoholic beer.
3: It's ninety-six degree whatever? Oh wait, no. Is.
2: He Night can drink. He can drink beer because he's a rabbi now. So
0: oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Isn't his show going to be the last show we do? Yep, the
1: show we have him on. Yes, that yes. will be the show that shuts down after lodge. And I can go ahead and tell you all right now. Jason will be on that show as well.
2: Jason will be on that show, <laughs> and that'll be the end of the After Lodge podcast. Not because we're going to get shut down, but just because that there's nowhere left to go after that. Like, right? That's, yeah, because that's the goalpost we're boat, marching toward.
3: If we're going to sink this boat, we're going to have that pikey son of a bitch at the helm. I mean, yeah. that's just that's
2: going to be it. We're not, but we're not sinking the boat. It would be like the boat reaches its destination. Like right. that's where the show's always been going. <laughs> so when we get to sit down with Bill, like that. That there's nothing left to do after that.
1: Like you, you just pack it up. Like it's you're done.
0: I uh, honestly you've done it all. That there's you plenty. Tear on, do.
1: and we have arrived in the underworld.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's there's
3: an Irish song about this. It's called Baird's Privateers. They they set sail from Dublin on a piece of crap boat, and they're supposed to be in the ocean for like two months. And then, like eight years later, they finally make it to Halifax, Canada, and the guy singing the song doesn't have his legs left. I'm just saying. Yeah, sure. I see where this is going. We'll
2: get Bill eventually. Um, I've got some ins now since he's he's
1: uh, he's a rabbi.
3: He is one of the chosen. So, so I mean, you should be able to get him on board. Yeah, so I'm he's guessing right. by
1: his titles, he'll do pretty much anything if if it involves enough notoriety. So I'm hoping that eventually, once this show becomes famous enough, yeah, he'll he'll just come on regardless.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure he would you know blow bums for Pepsi points. So. At this point, we could probably get him on. And I could That's what I was
2: going to say. If, if we just ordered like 20 copies of his book and said we're some group that that represents something and, and we want him on this podcast and we'll get more people to buy books. He'll. Well,
1: yeah, no, Harlan, our, our original plan, if you remember, was we were going to be lapsed Freemasons.
2: Yes, the After Lodge podcast was how, about, our
1: lives right, after about how Lodge. we were after Lodge, literally, and we were going to discuss how evil Freemasonry was Yes. For- Hours with him. I'm still gay I'm still good for I that. I don't think we would be able to keep a straight face for two hours. I,
3: no, no, I can. No, no. I'm an investigator by by trade. I can pull this shit off. No, yeah, I, I no
2: think. Enough. I think in that case we could like the. There's enough troll fuel that we we
1: could make that work. That's true. In, in my mind, I was envisioning being bad cop, but John could totally pull off
3: bad cop. Like, no, we, we need
1: we need Tony. I can, I can fall back to producer role and and.
3: Oh yeah, no, I'm 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 typhonic enough. I'm I'm okay with you know. Watch him just go completely pear shaped. Yeah, we, no, need,
2: we need Tony. We need Tony to do his Tony routine, but without the little giggle at the end that he uses to <laughs> let you know he was screwing with you.
3: <laughs> um
2: Put on his angry chaplain routine and start ranting about the uh, the devils of masonry with the with the gays and the the coloreds and the whatever. And well, yeah, uh I'll throw on my cassock yeah. as
3: a uh, as a seminarian. I've got my cassock. I'll I'll uh, put that on. I'm sure. No, no, no.
2: Because I'm sure
3: that'll go really chaplain. poorly. He'd
2: be Catholic. He's a Baptist. I mean, he's a Baptist rabbi, but the the Messies are Baptists, so the Catholic thing's not going to fly.
3: Yeah, but I'm the, I'm, uh... small, I'm I'm small C non Roman Catholic, so there's a difference. I'm technically a Protestant. <laughs> so I mean,
2: you'd have to explain that to him.
3: Oh yeah,
0: I use really small words. He would know that, guys. He's a 99th degree Freemason. He would know all the secrets. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but
2: but all that time he spent with the vampires and werewolves addled some of that.
0: But, but that's the problem that bothers me with schnodeling
3: is he says he's a ninety seven he's ninety six and ninety seventh degree which if you read Memphis mis they go that far there is ninety seven or ninety six degrees in Memphis mis right
0: so he's been a clandy the whole time
3: probably but uh, it, well was
2: that before or after year year he was in the witch Coven
1: I not know that
0: oh. Well, I- I, 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 got, figured, I, I thought he was making it all up. Like, was he actually in a clan? Of course
1: he's making it all up.
0: Well, look, I know he's
1: making Hold it up. Wait I, a minute.
0: So out of his own actually mind. actually a
1: vampire and a wizard? <laughs> right,
0: my point is no, what I mean is, is that I thought maybe he was making it all up on his own. I didn't realize that the clandies have those ranks. Yeah, so. So I do my best not to even pay attention to them,
3: um, other than well, and we're we're going to avoiding gonna them back here. We're going to double back because we were having a conversation about uh, Grand College of Rights earlier, of uh, the storehouse of rights that aren't recognized by UGLE, um, and we've had a Memphis Misrour Mason, or practitioner anyway, on the show recently within the last couple months. Yeah, um, who's a member of my church? Uh, they so Memphis Misrour and I wish I had Facebook and everything else up because I'm sure I'm getting answers right now, but Memphis Mizraim goes to 96 or 97 degrees. Um, cause half the first half of it is Memphis, which covers a lot of the Scottish Rite stuff. And then it's the Mizram degrees, which was if correct me if I'm wrong, Harlan, cause you speak, uh, you, you know more of the ancient language than I do, but Mizraim was the Hebrew term for Egypt. Memphis Ryan, but yeah, yeah, so it's, it's like hard. it's like saying New York, New York, uh, but that goes to ninety six or ninety seven degrees if I remember correctly.
1: That's
2: so. My best insight to that has been Brother Silva, and uh, that's what he said. So I I take his word for it.
3: I'll let you know because there's other bodies that practice the Memphis Misroom degrees that are. that are outside of masonry but closely aligned with it um that maybe uh i i have some insight with to kind of color those lines in a little bit
2: all right well now that we've made our full circumambulation that would be the third time (laughs) do we uh we have uh, – what else do we have on the plate besides our first initiation or degree period of 2020 coming up Saturday?
0: I have a chili cook-off I'm entering in for our district this Saturday morning.
2: That's we, – we would that, – that's – do I need to cut that? <laughs> I, I need, need, to, need to cut it. We have evidence <laughs> that? that we're – breaking the rules.
3: Uh, Is that breaking a rule? Other than it being Minnesota, because there's like a chili cook-off here because, you know, anything more than ketchup gets all the Norskis all up in a twist, I think you're okay.
2: Okay, I'll leave it in, but uh, I'll just point out that uh, Scotty's in a different district, so, um... (laughs) Yeah. I am
0: in a different district than you guys. No, it's
2: worshipful when you you hear this show... um, you know which district that is, and leave Steve alone. He would never sanction such a thing.
3: I, be, I believe yeah. it's on the south side of Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, that one.
2: Although I don't think Steve cares, because he's uh, he's out of the hot seat here in uh, less than a week.
3: Gentlemen, and then our
2: treasurer's going in.
3: I do have a small handful of guests. I have a list literally on my desk. We'll figure out where we're at. Having on next, um, although if my my friend slash the Grand Commander of Minnesota is listening, having him on will be good because he's also a very close friend of. That's another James York decorum.
2: right guy, though. We we got to balance this this out.
3: Yeah, but you Scottish right guys are chicken shit. Never come out to play.
2: because well, we care about decorum and no, because
3: that's a double headed chicken. <laughs> that's not a double headed eagle. That's a double headed chicken.
2: Uh-huh. And because that whole process you went through with the grand commandery, like we don't have that option available.
3: No, that is very, that it's, is it's very off true. with your head.
2: There is no appeal.
3: I will, I will say this. I love the Scottish, right? I mean, I'm wearing my 14th degree ring all the time. It is a benevolent, um, non-elected leadership. And that's always something to keep in mind. So whenever yeah. I read the Scottish, right, it's always, in you know, good spirits and happy, friendly things. Um, when I read the York right, I support you know, the hierarchy, John. There, So you know,
2: I defend the hierarchy as the proper form of Masonic government, and I would never question it.
0: No. I say that sincerely, never, not once.
2: I say that sincerely. I I really do. I know you don't believe me because this is my not sincere face, but. Uh...
3: <laughs> I I I will I will verify from many states away no. of, of Harlan Harlan's. True and well-meaning for the Scottish Rite. I, however, am a guy who will light a fart in the middle of a lodge meeting. So, I wish I could see. You,
0: say, I've seen you do that.
3: Hey, well, you, I mean, he came
2: close in our lodge meeting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, because you're so you're you're
3: yeah. I mean, that was awesome because your your ritual is different than ours, obviously. But I walked in in
0: time to see Tony get thrown out. That was the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> i got to say, I've never seen it before then either, and it was great.
2: Yeah, we do it every time. Tony yeah. routinely gets ejected from our lodge.
0: That's, well, I mean, if anybody needs to be ejected
3: from your lodge, it's probably Tony, and I like Tony, but if anybody's going to get ejected, it's going to be Tony, yeah. or Jason, because I mean, I've kicked Jason out of my lodge, too. I've,
2: I've just, kicked uh, Jason out, not during a degree.
3: Yeah, no, I, and I've kicked Jason out just because he's too much like me, so, you know, and more than one <laughs> me in one spot at one time is... If I remember,
2: I did that. That yeah, was my first first meeting after being installed. Um, I opened the lodge, and then Jason was the secretary. So I said, "Brother, secretary." He stood up, and I said, "Get out!" You kicked your
3: secretary out, man.
2: <laughs> and then, well, because Jason, being Jason, he just said, well, "Okay." <laughs> <Without> the door, <laughs> and then I was like, "No, wait, come back! I, I, I we, we can't do this meeting without the secretary." <laughs> And he's like, "Nope."
3: Yeah, he's saying, no, drinking Jason his like, Mountain Dew. Oh, too
2: bad he was still drinking the Mountain Dew. He was out there with the Tyler. <laughs> so I believe Tony. It was. It was Tony, or maybe. Uh, well, it might have been. Uh, it might have been my predecessor that that did the the minutes and such that night. <laughs> or did, no, Jason came back. He did come back. He, he just gave me the business for a while first. <laughs> Which, I thought it was being funny. Then he turned the joke on me.
3: Hey, I think I need to plan another trip down there, you know, COVID and whatnot withstanding, um, other than February, because I wanted to come down in the summer, so.
1: Yeah. We, I mean, we, we, that way we can do another live
3: recording to buffer the fact that the other recording probably hasn't been released yet.
1: The uh, the other show, John, we do that uh, marathon show, and we usually do that Columbus Day weekend, which was which is this weekend. Uh, but we didn't do it this year because of COVID mainly. Oh man, I uh, work so, for a uh, thing. This I could, this could kind of replace that.
3: Oh, that's gonna. Ha- I'm gonna have to come down for the next show then, the next marathon show.
1: Yeah, that's every Columbus Day weekend.
3: So what you just broadcast for like three days?
1: No, 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 no. It's uh, like the first year, I think we did 14 hours straight. Whew. And so then the second year, we did like maybe 10. So it's basically
2: our anniversary show without Jason kicking us out.
1: Uh, we pick a <laughs> – Great. <laughs> we pick a – we Basically, we pick a certain number of hours, and then people donate, it and we go longer.
3: Oh, so wait. We're in El Dorado. Free yeah. Depth with liquor for 14 hours.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. Where do I sign? Like, <laughs> right. we're You're there right. to make
3: money, so I'll make you all. I'm going. The, the liquor has to be cheaper. I will sit in there. and I will let you guys shave my head for five bucks if it gets donations up. i mean, that's right. not saying much right now, but I'm just saying I got a year.
2: <laughs> all right. On that note.
1: I guess we're wrapping it up. Something to, something to talk about, I guess. Mm. Just
3: saying.
2: Thanks for listening to episode <laughs> 255 of the After Lodge podcast.
3: We apologize in advance.
2: Huh. This has been After Lodge Harlan. And uh, I done forgot. How long has it been since we recorded? My name you is you are,
1: Harlan.
3: Send your you can, psychiatric bills to the uh, Valley yeah, of yeah. Pittsburgh.
2: I've completely lost the script. <laughs> uh, you can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. It's this pumpkin beer. Find us on hey. Facebook or Twitter at After Lodge. And Choose you still email at, at, at afterlodge at gmail.com. Hang out with me on IRC at irc.snoonet.org, pound sign Freemasonry. And uh, I guess hang out,
3: hang out. Hang out with hang me out. on LinkedIn. Yeah, what you or our, to... our
2: YouTube chats during the, the weekly live show. We're, we're kind of opening that up a little more as time goes on and we get a little more control of ourselves. So uh,
1: all well, are welcome. A little more. Just re- an email,
2: ask for the link, or uh, hang out in the IRC channel. We usually put it there. And uh, we will see you brothers next week. Stay safe. Wear your mask. Don't shake your brother's hand.
1: <laughs> Later. Later.
3: Well, sir, wear your mask, your cup, and don't get them crossed.